0: Rated E for everyone, 10 and up.
1: This episode is brought to you by our patrons like Eric Kubay, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get a new patron-only podcast called Stories That Can Never Be on the Show. Sign up today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. I'm Hattie. You're listening to That Story Show in America. Hey! This is That Story Show, people. Listen, hallelu- <laughs> ah, you're hey, he who's cooking pizza. I turned into a bat. I flew into this sweet <laughs> <laughs>
2: I left her some guano. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey podcast people, this is that story show where we're telling hilarious real-life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode 347 brought to you the week of July 9th, 2020. I'm your host, my name is James Kennison and my good friend is here. Hello, I'm John and I love the smell of bacon on my donuts. What?
2: Yeah, I had one this morning. Uh uh it's is a maple bacon donut.
1: Where did you buy such a thing?
2: We have at the foot of our property here at the uh at the school that I work at and the church that I work at, there is a bakery called the Heirloom Bakery. Uh-huh. And they make all sorts of delicious donuts. They got a fruity pebbles one and and a and an Oreo topped one. I,
1: I approve of both of those.
2: But yeah, bacon. Like yeah, I know it sounds like it'd be gross, right? Yeah, it does. But it's it's maple. It's like a donut that that's dipped in maple frosting.
1: Gross. And then
2: I. Uh, Okay, yeah, I know that's probably <laughs> kind of weird too, but the bacon adds this nice salty smoky
1: flavor to all uh, the sweet. I don't want, I don't want that. I don't want mm, that. I don't even oh, want that to exist. That. So, well, I'm sorry it does. It does. It's like I mean, I, I'm not sorry there's a place that. in in our in our neighborhood called uh, Whisk, and it's not do- it's it's not a donut shop. It's a bakery, and they they mm. make things like homemade pop tarts and stuff, and it's Ooh. it's so good. Everything there is so great, um, but they got into uh, gourmet popsicles lately, and oh. they have one that is sounds horrible. And if you're not from St. Louis, you're not even going to know what it, this flavor is. But they have a Provel cheese flavored popsicle. Now, really, if you don't know what Provel is, it's a it's almost a liquid cheese, and um, it's what we put mm. on our pizza here in St. Louis really? instead of mozzarella. Yeah. Really? I don't like St. Louis pizza. And I'm, I'm, I got a love hate relationship with Provel, but, uh, mm. I definitely think it would be nasty as a stinking popsicle. I I don't understand. I, but you know what? I'll try anything once. Uh, I really will. I am not and, that and, kind of person that would try anything once. My wife is, um, and we, and we have one each child. uh uh, that made sense but my my daughter is like me she will not try things once and my son is like my wife she will try anything once but a cheese popsicle are you kidding me people come on
2: no man it might be like that that contrast of flavors that just like bacon
1: Uh, see that's the part i don't like is the contrast part i want harmony in my (laughs) that's why i had no problem with fruity pebbles that sounds awesome Uh, uh oreo popsicles i mean oreo uh, uh b- <laughs> donuts. donuts i was gonna say banana donuts boats for some reason yeah they, uh, it all it all sounds great but uh ugh. But not bacon bacon, huh? bacon. Hmm. well they had a bacon milkshake last year at quick trip do you know what quick trip yeah is? i remember that yeah yeah
2: we've got those all over here yeah
1: i never had Love the guts it. or the desire to try one of those
2: i believe it was a maple kind of flavored too gosh if i remember correctly
1: uh i i love I bacon that's yeah. the thing i do i'm not against bacon i'm just mm. against savory and sweet mixed together you know it's gross
2: so you've never had chocolate covered bacon
1: no uh, okay. uh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe
2: these kind of donuts aren't for you my friend
1: yes they are not making them for me thankfully they're way far away in georgia where I'll never be tempted to <laughs> to throw up on them or burn their place down for making wow. such atrocities. Man, doesn't the world oh, have man. enough going on in, <laughs> without bacon donuts? Isn't there enough wrong with the world already? Ugh. Maybe bacon donuts is what's going to bring people together. No, it's not. It, I'm proof. Me, me <laughs> and my army of, of haters... We'll 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 riot and picket and and we'll throw things at your side, and okay. um, we'll be the mean people, the mean uh, protesters,
2: the mean angry ones who are angry because there's maple and bacon and the yeah.
1: Center. We'll uh, find out who invented it and knock knock their front door in and stuff like that. We'll be those kind of. We'll be very okay. vicious in our protesting, it, not the peaceful no. kind. No way, because no. we feel strongly about our our cause. Well, anyway um speaking of causes we have a cause and that is reading hilarious real life stories from you t- and uh this is one here and we're going to start with that one so it's okay. called it's called pencil lead liam and it's kind of an odd little story i'll be honest at first i read over it and i, I wasn't sure if it was for this show or not you know
2: really.
1: um but then i thought about it and i'm like yeah it's just wacky and zany enough to, to make the cut. So here we go. Hello, James. It, but it's an opening story, so it must be good. I, 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 I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what Let's, you think. Hello, James and John. There's this game of chicken that I used to do with myself, where I wedge a pencil between my leg and the table, making sure that the eraser side is on my leg. But at an angle... So that the pencil isn't pushing too hard on my leg. And then I move my leg to the side. So the pencil gets more vertical, which makes it push harder on my leg, which hurts. Okay. So far, this sounds like something a crazy person would do. Or a middle schooler. Yeah, true. Maybe. And I try to leave it there until it hurts too much and I check it out. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. That's, that's the setup. That's what he does. <laughs> I'm applying pressure to my carotid artery, and I'm trying to cut the circulation off to my leg. I'm trying to torture myself for no good reason, and then something crazy happened, and that's why I sent the story in. Here we go. I, I ended up doing that game another time in September of last year, but I made one little mistake. See, instead of putting the eraser side on my leg, I put the sharp pencil lead in <laughs> on my leg instead. And as I move my leg to the side, it seemed to hurt more than usual. Apparently, hmm. this guy's brain moves a little slowly, like the input from the pain <laughs> center to the brain center doesn't, doesn't track as well because he, he, he continues. But by the time I realized that the sharp graphite was on my leg, it was too late, see? And I had gotten stabbed by the pencil. And I quickly mm-hmm. removed the pencil from my leg and I got a band-aid for my leg, but the pencil had made a little black mark on my leg. So nice. I gave myself a pencil tattoo and yes, the dot is still there. Thanks for the great show, Liam. Liam, I'm sorry, but you are officially insane.
2: Yes. And I would not recommend, you know, sharing that with any of your friends because they too might want to graphite tattoo
1: yeah what if that becomes a new thing on right. on instagram is posting your picture of your stupid little dot i got it's the graphite dot tattoo challenge. hashtag got the dot so you know <laughs> dude if that becomes a tiktok
2: thing we gotta we gotta label it somehow so that uh, everybody knows No, just, we don't want actually it, we don't want credit for that.
1: it hurts me though that someone wouldn't first of all you're torturing yourself and that's that's a crazy person thing to do. You know, that's what people, that's what you see in TV shows where when people go into a crazy place, there's always that guy just bumping his head against the wall. You know, mm-hmm. there's, there's always that guy and there's always yeah. somebody kind of stumbling around asking for a wife that's been dead for 10 years and stuff. But that one guy hitting his head against the wall, he's torturing himself. And, uh, mm. so Liam, you might need to get your brain checked, buddy. That's all I'm saying. Get a scan. Yeah, just get a scan real quick. Save up your money, and uh, you know, l- l- you know, switch switch to uh, to those big fat pencils. With- switch to to lollipop sticks. <laughs>
2: there you go. Yeah, that, the ones that won't give you a tattoo if you accidentally put it
1: around the wrong. Yeah, way. yeah. Switch switch to 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 uh, popsicle sticks. There you go. That That's would work even, even um, better. Yeah. If you're gonna torture yourself, you know, I don't know. Here, let's do some weekly rewinding. Uh, What what? Do some algebra, that'll torture yourself. Yeah, that'll do it. Let's weekly rewind. Very very briefly. All right. Um (laughs) my my weekly update. Oh gosh. (laughs) Oh boy. Oh, let me tell you. Um uh, I'm going to tick some people off, I have a feeling, <laughs> because <Uh-oh. laughs> I have a little problem because I was driving. I was driving down the road, minding my, my own business, traffic was flowing smoothly until this lady pulled out in front of me and made me slam on my brakes to avoid hitting her. And the first thing I see on the back of her car is in bright chrome, cut out letters, is Jesus. Oh. And the first thing that comes to my mind is is, oh good, she's got Jesus with her and Jesus told her to do that. And that's <laughs> the problem that I have today is some of you are out there and you've got your Jesus sticker on the back of your car and you've got your your disciple fish and, or you've got the sticker of your local Christian radio station and you feel like that you're doing your duty to evangelize through the tailgate of your car. But you may not be driving well enough represent the almighty that's all i'm saying and this lady was definitely not driving well enough i mean i was like i'm a christian i'm a i'm a person who serves god and i felt so soured toward jesus at that moment for some reason (laughs) like i didn't i didn't like him for a minute because i was like he made her do it he's in the car saying you know just take take the chance pull out i'll protect you no, oh, take the wheel. You know, that whole thing. I don't right. know. <laughs> so, <laughs> la- lady with Jesus sticker on the back of her car is LBB. And and she shouldn't have it on there because she's making people not like Jesus. I like him. Mm. And I got, I got a little spicy with Jesus for a <laughs> minute. So, I can't imagine <laughs> what people who, who don't like him or don't believe in him, what they would think. They would think, yeah, this lady's just so into Jesus that she's not even into what's going on around her. Mm. And um, so, yeah, I want you to check yourself. If if you ain't driving the speed limit and you've got a Jesus fish on the back of your car, you need to stop. You need to pull that thing off. If you've been cutting people off in traffic or flipping the bird and you got everybody, (laughs) my boss is a Jewish carpenter on the back of your car. You need to quit. You need to rip that sticker off. You need to just go neutral (laughs) because Jesus cries every time you you cut somebody off in traffic. I'm telling you. So please do me a favor. Change out your (laughs) bumper sticker and go ahead and put something that represents the way you drive properly. You'll be doing us all a favor. Put devil's friend on. (laughs) Satan is my (laughs) co-pilot. Yeah. Push people toward the, the good side with your bad driving by representing and, satan. Uh, that that would be a good thing. Put a big upside down pentagram star on the back and people will be <laughs> like, "Dang, those those demonic people. They, they was devil lovers. They they they're terrible drivers. I'm going to get with Jesus," people. Yeah. But but the way good. it is right now, huh? Everybody with the Jesus fish, they they're taking people off. So, mm. I don't know. LBB of the day for me was a lady with the Jesus on the back of her car misrepresenting how jesus would drive jesus would not do that now i know jesus wouldn't drive a vehicle he would he he might drive a donkey cart you know or something like that <laughs> but i'm sure he would get, give plenty of room before he would pull out in front of you with his donkey cart you know so even I though i that, know that's yeah. not biblical yeah. he, he technically never drove a donkey cart but we don't know you know we
2: don't know there's you know there's a whole you know 30 years of his life that we don't know much about.
1: So. Yeah. So maybe he drove a donkey cart and I'm I mean, sure he, he was very aware of his surroundings and never pulled that, out in front of somebody and made their donkey cart have to stop super fast. So yeah, that would, that would, I
2: think that's, I think that's fair.
1: I hope, yeah. I hope I wasn't too offensive and taken too hard of a stand, but I felt very passionate about this well, because seriously, when I saw Jesus was responsible for what, what happened, I was, I was like, this is not good. Me and Jesus, we have enough problems of our own getting along. Sometimes I don't need him, you know, forcing women in, front of, in front of me on, on the traf- in the traffic. So there you go. Oh, man.
2: man, when I when I first moved to Atlanta, I had a Jesus, you know, fish on the back of my car, mm-hmm. um, and I was driving through, and I I did that, and and then not intentionally but because i you know didn't know how to drive in atlanta yet right right Uh, i you know kind of cut somebody off and and then i thought oh no i've got that jesus (laughs) fish. i got it when i was in college right yeah and i was like i got that jesus fish back there people are gonna hate christians because (laughs) of that
1: yeah exactly (laughs) so i took it off (laughs) that's my point right there and it's the same with your checks if you've got a cross or a fish on your checks and you're writing bad checks, I know nobody writes checks anymore, but if you are one of those people and you're writing bad checks, you are a bad witness you are you're embarrassing Jesus, and that is not a the situation I would want to find myself in personally so that's why Can you imagine I, the judgment you're like I don't even wear christian t-shirts because i <laughs> I'm not a good enough Christian to represent anything really
2: so um because they used to be so cheesy back in the day
1: (laughs) yeah yeah that's that's the real reason is they're cheesy but uh, they have words on them and i i rarely wear a shirt with words on them at all it's it's just designs for me but but especially cars come on people we we can get together on this i mean it's a known thing in st louis our local christian radio station that people that have the radio station sticker on the back of the car are are known in the secular world as being horrendous horrible inconsiderate drivers and wow it, really yeah it's written about in the local papers and things like oh. that yeah they tease and jest and and it's become a thing so please folks let's uh let's take the engraven images off our cars you know there's a reason we're not supposed to make them so we're gonna
2: advertise. Let's advertise for the wrong team.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just go devil the whole way. And uh, my boss has pointy horns and stuff like that. You can have those. <laughs> I used to. Uh,
2: that's how I feel about uh, political stickers of either kind.
1: Yeah. It
2: doesn't matter, you know. Somebody cuts you off, and you see whoever, whatever candidate they're supporting. You're like, "Oh, well, that makes sense
1: now." I love the ones that haven't been running for ten years. Oh and they, man, and they still have a sticker on their car. Rob Ferrell for president. It, it, just holding out hope that one day he's going to come back and <laughs> from the dead <laughs> and and become a president. So wow. Anyway.
2: Oh man. Well,
1: that's a little,
2: but I, I have an LBB as well. Okay. One of them, maybe myself. So I'm working on my house, right? It's, it's never ending project. Okay. But my wife told me the other day, she's like, Hey, we need to get the boys room finished before, before school starts. And I'm like, ah, oh, okay. Yeah. So we've got this old paneling on our wall from like 1970. Yeah. I kid you not, it's, it's literally from the seventies. And the people who flipped the house, they painted it over and it made it look real nice and stuff. But we want to get rid of it. Yeah. And so, well, my, my wife wants me to get rid of it. Um, <laughs> well, actually, we gave the boys the choice. We were like, hey, you guys want flat walls or do you want to have these panel walls? And they're like, we want them flat like a normal wall. <laughs> it's like, okay, fine. <laughs>
1: we feel like yeah. poor rednecks, dad. So. Yeah, right.
2: Because <laughs> you know that wood paneling has this groove. It does. Yeah. <laughs> Or you, you could
1: off. take the time and caulk all of them in or, or you could just rip it down and put up sheetrock. So
2: yeah. Well that's that's the thing. There's actually sheetrock behind it.
1: Oh wow. Really
2: excited about that. It hasn't been finished, you know, but Yeah, but
1: still it's that's okay. that's, that's it
2: huge. It was a good find. Well, I started to take uh, one wall off and as I was peeling off the, the 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 stuff, what do they call it? The the paneling. Yeah. Um I noticed that there had been termites living behind it. Oh boy! And they had eaten all of the paper off of the sheetrock. No way! All of it is crazy. So you know, termites are kind of lazy. I guess they're, they're going to mess your house up, but they're going to take the path of least resistance. So they actually ate the paper in between the the paneling, which is made of wood. Yeah, above. they didn't I mean,
1: want the paneling.
2: No, no, they wanted the they they took the paper. They ate the paper off. They actually ate the paper off of the um the uh, crap. <laughs> what is that stuff? Insulation. Oh wow. Insulation paper too. It is ridiculous. So anyways, I was like, oh, great. Now I've got to go to Home Depot and get some sheetrock
0: mm-hmm. so that
2: I can so that I can, you know, rip this old crap down cuz I could poke my finger right through the the wall and Right. Nobody wants to do that. You can't paint that anyway. So so I go down to Home Depot and I I, I grab two big old sheets of sheetrock. And you know how they come stuck together, right? Right. You get two sheets. And so I was like, all right. So I hoisted it up and got it on the cart. And I was like, I need to go grab a couple other things. So I uh, I uh leave the, the cart there because it's in the sheetrock area and there's not a bunch of Which is out. what you do. That's what you do. Yeah. yeah. I, I got it reserved for myself. I'm not going to have to hoist it. And I, I was like, I got to go get a couple other things. So I ran over and, and got the other things. And when I went back, my... My sheetrock cart was gone. I'm like, what in the world? And so I was like, well, I don't have time to to go through that again. And so I just start to pay for my stuff. And I see this dude carrying off my sheetrock cart. No way. Because I had some other stuff on it. And I was like, wait a second. Yeah. And here's the thing. Here's what makes this guy an LBB. I don't think he paid for it. No way. I think he just like was walked up to it. And just kind of started hauling it off, and I'm like watching him go out the door, and I'm like, well, I can't prove that he didn't pay for it, but I he didn't stop at the registers. Wow! And I, so I, I watched him walk out to his to his vehicle, and I thought, well, should I go say something? And then I was like, no, I'm not going to say anything because I'll probably get beat up. And so, in my you know passive aggressive way, I'll just call this guy out for being an LBB. <laughs>
1: Don't take people's
2: sheetrock. Yeah. If you do pay for it.
1: Yeah. If you're going to yeah. steal something, don't just steal it. Steal it and pay for it. Yeah, the right <laughs> way.
2: He probably had one of those stickers on the back of his car, too.
1: Uh, it, may, it makes sense. It's like people that drive, uh, the way they drive around here. They won't stop at a stop sign, but then they'll stop later on at a stoplight. And I'm like, you're not going to obey the rules and then you're going to just obey them suddenly if you're not going to obey the rules don't obey any of them be consistent just just skip them all and that's the way this guy was he he stole your stuff um yeah. and then he stole from the uh from the place so at least yeah, he's but, consistent
2: uh, i guess you got a point there
1: i but. don't approve of him though he was stealing your your cart i had a guy though one time at ikea I There was a cart just sitting by itself empty, and I took it because there was no one around it. There was nowhere in sight, and some dude came up to me and said, You stole my cart, and I was like, I was embarrassed, and I was also irritated because <laughs> you you don't leave your cart, and this guy was not a first-generation American. He was from somewhere else, and <gasps> so I don't think he knew the rules of um, of america cart distribution and and that is you keep your cart with you and uh if you leave it in the aisle somewhere in the open it's for somebody else to take you know so anyway Mm. he, he was such a butt about it so yeah lbb all of them lbb's
2: of them world
1: there's our lbb warning sound so don't don't be any LBB you know, this week.
2: Advertisers, yeah, don't do that.
1: And then I I hope you get your sheetrock situation figured out, man. Thanks. Your your house, it seems like there's so much wrong with it, man. <laughs> you guys doing okay over there? Yeah, yeah, okay, <laughs> doing good. I'm, yeah, I'm It's I'm one gl- of those things. I'm glad you took the 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 paneling down. I mean, I'm glad you found out about it. I mean, are there still termites? Have they been dealt with? Oh yeah, they've been
2: dealt. the These were old, old tunnels and stuff. Okay. I mean, I I knew going into it that there were termites. Oh okay. Lived there and and the guy that sold us the house, he he you know did a full treatment before before we closed.
1: Well, good, good. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I wanted to uh thank our patrons one more time. Uh, I know I do that at the beginning and the end of the show, but I also wanted to say in the middle, thank you so much for your support. You are the reason we're able to continue to do the show. You cover all of the costs involved with doing the show and it keeps it, uh, it keeps it going. Um, matter of fact, before Patreon, P- Patreon, there were people that would give in the old fashioned way, which was just yeah. through, um, PayPal contrib- contributions. And huh? those people don't, I, I, I there's no way I could p- go back probably and look them up and thank them by by name, but they should be because it was people like some of them are still patrons and that's why I'm talking about them. they kept the show going even when the show was down even when I wasn't doing the show, the bills were still getting paid um wow. be- because of the contributions of, of people uh and and so I appreciate our supporters and i would like to ask you uh listener to consider becoming one for just five bucks a month that's uh that's a dollar 67 an episode and uh it's it's nothing it's a cup of coffee you know at at starbucks and uh it would mean the world to us if you would consider joining we like to give more than we get and so you will get access to a, a a bonus podcast called stories that we could never read on the show You'll also um, get a sticker in the mail as well as other uh, perks on our Discord server and things like that. So consider... Put it on the
2: back of your car and drive bad, though. Say what? And don't put a, the sticker on the back of your car and drive bad.
1: Oh, yeah, don't do that. But you can stick it on your water bottle and, and leave sweat on the machine if you want to, because <laughs> that's, that's okay. That entitles you. Uh, but no, go to patreon.com slash that story show and consider supporting the show. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, I do want to take a second and say hi and thanks to our reviewers this week. We have so many reviews. I couldn't possibly read them all, but I've got a few. Uh, she says, uh, Connie says this one keeps me laughing. Hey, James and John, you guys are the Mm -hmm. best clean podcast. I'm sure I've ever gonna, I'm ever going to find. I found this podcast when I was having a really bad week. But since wow. I found it, I've not been able to stop listening to the hilarity you keep bringing. I do have to say that The Big freaking Snake was the one show that made me laugh for the next <laughs> couple of days, even after I was done with the episode. Keep, wow. Keep up the awesome work and please, please, please never stop. Yeah, that was the one where I stood up and knocked stuff off my shelf. <laughs> I couldn't handle it. That was a little crazy.
2: Yeah, uh, I- feel like we should relive that one sometime.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. That was so real and raw. I, I don't want to hear about no snakes no more. Uh, Emily <laughs> says, this show is so amazing. I listen to them every day, and when I feel sad or I've had a rough day, I turn them on and I feel much better. Every episode makes me laugh, whether it's a weekly update, a quiz, a recap song, or a lie detector. I recommend them to anyone who loves clean comedy, even people that don't. So, you know, even people that oh. hate clean comedy could could get on um, with this. That so would be great. James and John oh. are so amazing, nice and funny. Love y'all. Keep it up, Emily. Oh. So appreciate yeah. it. Yes, we appreciate your um, reviews, and we appreciate your support on Patreon. Patreon. I keep saying Patreon like, like it's real fast and, and smarmy, and, and that's not the way it's pronounced. It's pronounced Patreon- and the it's people you know. that give are called patrons, which mm. is confusing to me. But that's it's me too. It's the way it is. I don't know how to spell it, and I'm, that scares me. Well, let's do some stories.
0: Yes. Is there anybody
1: All right. This one is called Honey and Jelly, and it comes to us from Jackson Capuchat. Hmm? Uh, it's a French name. It means little frog over a pond. Oh, cool. And it sounds like several bad words. So here we go. Hello, Mr. Kennison and Mr. Steinklobber. Well, well, well. Thank you. Well, bonjour. Yeah. First of all, thank you for this enjoyable, clean, and Christian podcast. I, who said it was Christian? I just told people to put Satan stickers on their cars.
2: Oh, Advertise yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for <honest> <laughs> the bad guy if you're going to drive bad.
1: Yeah, <laughs> context is everything here. I, I look forward to each new show episode in the hopes that something exciting will happen. Secondly, I have a story for you both. As a preface, my brother is a big fan of sugar. So uh, so am I actually, I'm a huge fan and it's a problem so much that he, he institutes it in almost every meal he partakes in. This is a (laughs) trait he has always had since birth. So when he was a baby, he was looking for the sugar bowl. Apparently, which brings us to this story. When he was three years old, he started to make his own sandwiches for his lunch. My mother, being the intelligent Southern mother that she is, laid down rules for him before she let him off the leash, so to speak. They included, but were not limited to. Number one, rule number one, no honey and jelly sandwiches allowed. Oh. Number two, no Nutella-only sandwiches allowed. <laughs> That's kind of harsh. <laughs> That is hard. What else can you put with Nutella? That peanut butter. (laughs) It's so good. Number three, there must be the same amount of peanut butter as the other substances. As I told you, he's a big fan of sugar. I also ought to tell you that my brother inherited from my father the trait that helps him keep a poker straight face when he wants to or needs to. So now that you have the setup, one day my brother, with complete disregard for the rules, decided to make himself a honey and jelly sandwich. Sounds gross Mm -hmm. to me, but if you love sugar, I'm sure that sounds awesome. Just like bacon freaking nasty donut and (laughs) stuff. Sounds (laughs) gross to me. But if you love sugar and and bacon grease mixed together in a lathery substance, that sounds awesome. Yuck. Mm -hmm. Anyway, after completing the above action, he sat down at the kitchen table and began to eat, and it was at this point that my mother walked in. She, knowing my brother, sat down next to him and asked him what was in that sandwich. Mom says, what's in that sandwich? The brother, Mm -hmm. with a completely straight face, says, peanut butter and honey. Mom says, are you telling the truth? Brother says, yes, ma'am. Keeping a poker face the whole time. Mom says, don't you lie to me. The brother says, continuing with an unreadable facial feature, I'm not. So my mom proceeded to sniff the sandwich. Mom, is that honey and jelly? And brother, showing no signs of cracking, says, no, ma'am, it's peanut butter and honey. A little liar. He continued telling my mother this lie and an additional 20 times or more until my mother started thinking she was most legitimately going insane. Okay. So it was at this point she called my dad, who knowing the game my brother was playing, told my mom to tell my brother that he got two more spankings for every lie he told. So mom comes up and says, dad, dad's saying that you get two additional spanks for every lie that you tell from now on. So what kind of sandwich is that? Finally, my brother cracks. You could see his mind trying, tying itself in knots over whether to keep lying and potentially get to eat the sandwich. And if it didn't work, potentially getting his bum in a world of hurt or just tell the truth and only get a couple spankings, but not get to eat the sandwich. It, there was there was a downside on either side. You see the, the the conundrum that he was in the predicament here. It's a lot for a little kid to handle. Brother yeah. says, "What happens if it's a jelly and honey sandwich?" Mom says, "You get some spanks, and 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 you don't get to eat the sandwich." After two minutes of pondering, brother finally accepts defeat, <laughs> and it's just trying to negotiate. Could I could I please only get eight spanks? <laughs> <laughs> could i just get eight mom i mean come I, on I, eight and one I, bite of the sandwich please I, I took four bites that's that's two spanks per bite you know no what is in that sandwich your brother very quietly finally admits jelly and honey mom says mm-hmm. go go to the bathroom that's where you have to beat your children because that's oh, where yeah. it's, it's where the sound doesn't get out of the house
2: so the privacy yeah the the bathrooms in the middle of the house so the the screams don't travel past the front door.
1: So after that, he didn't get to try. He, he didn't try to get past my mom on the sandwich front again. And there's my story. I hope you enjoyed it. Keep up the good work. Jackson Capuchets. The name is French. <laughs> it's likely a derogatory term referring to Frenchmen, my ancestors who immigrated from France to America in the 1800s. Okay. Well, wow. Thank you for having a, a very hard to say last name.
2: Yeah, well, he spelled my last name right, so I'm impressed.
1: That's great. That's impressive, man. Have you ever been just straight up caught in a lie before like that? And it's and it's so deep that you got to oh. keep lying, but you know that you're just digging deeper and deeper. You probably never have, because I bet you wilted at the first sign. You you thought <laughs> about it and started crying, and your mom was like, "Why are you crying over here in the corner, little Johnny?" And Johnny would be like, because I thought about making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and I thought about it, and I did, I thought it would be mean if I did it without telling you, and I, I just decided to punish myself. So I, here's this belt. spank me, Mom. That's probably the way it was with you. I mean, it kind of sounds right. <laughs>
2: I thought about lying to you, Mom. No, it's <laughs> terrible. Please, I've got to be—I've got to be
1: punished for my thoughtful wrongness. Change my mind, Mama. Help it line up with the word of God. Beat me, please. No, man. I—I would—I would lie, and I would lie on top of lies. I would lay it on thick. I mean, I told y'all about the book in the in the pants. Story yeah. from years ago, back in the early days of the show, uh, I, <laughs> I did something wrong, and I was supposed to get a whooping, and I put a book back there, and, and yep. I got a whooping, and I made it to the door, and, <laughs> and my, I thought I was done, and my mom says, James, <laughs> wait up. I'm like, dadgummit. She said, what is that in your pants? And I I <laughs> said, I'm Nothing. Never- Nothing, Nothing. Mom. Of course, nothing. She couldn't see the corners of it or anything. So she had me pull this book out, and I still wasn't done lying. I was like, Mom, (laughs) I I had a boo-boo on my butt, and I didn't want you to hurt it and feel bad and be abusive accidentally. And so (laughs) I put this back there to protect you. (laughs) Wow. Man. So yeah. Yeah. Did, did either of your kids pick up that trait? No, they are they are truth tellers, thankfully. That's,
2: that's good. Because you know, you know, you'll know all those the junk they try to tell you.
1: But so, my I, mean, I, I do have it in good uh, confidence that my, my son uses his lying skills against his sister quite a bit. Oh no. Like he'll 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 make up a lie around a little bit of truth like you do like i teach my students to do you got to lie right. like the devil lies and uh you you drive take a, like the devil. <laughs> don't drive like the devil drives yeah drive like jesus would please so anyway um
2: goodness mm. well i'm i'm glad that uh that they're they're keeping you honest or or you're keeping them honest
1: right? yeah they're good kids uh they don't lie and um cuz they they like immediately if i catch them doing anything like I, I walk in the room and Jay slams the the laptop down, and I'm like, "Oh crap! What <laughs> what did I catch him doing?" You know, and I ask him, I ask him right then, and and you know, I check I check the history, and he's like, "I was watching Minecraft videos." I'm like, "Yeah, right. Whatever." You don't you don't slam the thing down on Minecraft videos, but I look, and sure enough, that's what he was watching. <laughs> <laughs> he told the truth and wasn't doing nothing that bad. He just knows he's not allowed to have a computer in his room. So Mm. anyway, Uh, sorry, uh, Jackson, if I butchered your last name, but we're ready for another story now. Let's do it. I got one from Hope.
2: Comes to us. uh, Hope Trinkler. 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 That's a cool last name. Trinkler.
1: Yeah. Sounds like Sprinkler.
2: Sprinkler. Hope Sprinkler. Well, this is about spiders. Oh, boy. James. You like spiders?
1: No, I don't. I don't particularly like them at all. But I, I, be, a, I bet you would if they were on a donut.
2: I nope, nope, not unless it was a decoration that I could eat. Uh, uh, if it's a real spider on a donut, I'm throwing the whole box. out. Well,
1: I just assumed that you were so loose with your you know definition of what a donut topping is that maybe wait, I say, uh, a spider Does would spider be appropriate.
2: I, I mean, bacon. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Well, Hope says, hi, James and John. This is Hope Trenkler, and I have a funny story from my childhood. One day when I was around eight or nine, my dad and I were going to play at the park. We were just about to leave when my dad got a phone call from one of his friends. They started chatting, and I knew it was going to be a few minutes before we left, so I decided to lay down on the couch and daydream until he had finished talking. Now, our couch, which we have since replaced, was a bit older and had an interesting dark blue and red floral pattern on a tan background. The pattern was reasonably small, and it hides stains and other such quote-unquote objects reasonably easily. As I was laying there, the left side of my body to the back of the couch, I glanced to my left and saw a giant wolf spider sitting about three inches from my face. Yuck, yuck,
1: yuck, yuck.
2: However, it took my brain a few seconds to process that it was indeed a giant wolf spider because it blended Ugh. so well into the couch.
1: <laughs> in other words, y'all got an ugly couch. If, <laughs> if a spider can hide itself in the print of your couch, you have an ugly couch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's probably really why they replaced it.
1: It was one of those look, it
2: was one of those looks where you look and see the object but don't recognize what yeah. it is and you turn away and realize what you just saw (laughs) and then you stare at the said object and scream and
1: scream yeah there's a process it takes time
2: it takes the the synapses a little bit to get to the brain and and react to your mouth and, and thought process so she jumped off the couch as fast as possible and my dad in the other room hearing my panic scream yells into his phone i gotta go (laughs) <laughs> and aggressively slams his flip bone shut, flip foam shut. <laughs> <laughs> I love that.
1: Aggressively. <laughs> aggressively <laughs> slamming his flip I foam. gotta go. It's like <laughs> clo- closing a clam, just snap. And I'm just, yeah. or, or a compact case. Arr, 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 I'm aggressive. Anyway. <laughs>
2: Well, he ran into the room to find out why I was screaming, and all I could do was point and jump around like I was an Irish step dancer. That's quite a brilliant description there. Yeah. He violently grabbed his slipper and ended the demonic hairy beast life. (laughs) And he then realizes that he has to call his friend back and explain how his daughter almost ran to Canada because of a spider. (laughs) Thanks for reading my story, Hope Trinkler.
1: Well, I'm glad you didn't
2: run to Canada. Yeah. (laughs) Especially, i don't know where hope lives but you know if she was in florida that'd be a long run
1: well and every every area has their their own version of some giant arachnid you know it's not yeah. like you would get away from them there would just be something else out there like i like I here think- in in the midwest we have uh we have centipedes that that like to crawl around and they're really dumb they're not like roaches where roaches when you see them like they run to get away centipedes just keep on going where they're going they don't try to get away you could hit step on them and they still try to go the way they're trying to go so lots of legs i can do whatever i want they're not very smart and and it's easy to get them but man they're grossed they just have tons of legs and i have one of okay uh just 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 i have a jenna hair on me and it's touching my face, and it's wrapped around my glasses somehow, and I can't get free. And I've been trying to do the show and silently remove this, but it's driving me insane. It's touching me in random places, and I can't find it.
2: You hope it's a Jenna hair. It it's, might be a wolf spider's
1: thing. It feels like a spider web. That's exactly what it feels like. Yeah. All right. I think I'm free. All right. I'm gonna read a, a story now. I uh, just had to freak out right there on the on the microphone. Angela uh, Vargis. She says, please don't mess it up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> are, are, are we, is that all we're known for is messing up genders and last names? Because, uh, yes. yeah, I guess so. That. Angela Verghese. Uh Hey, James and John, this is Angela from Bangalore, India. Wow.
2: Wow. There, Hello.
1: There we go. Uh, I've been listening to your show for about three years. I'm 15 years old right now. So, uh, also this is the first time I've written a story and also the first time I've written such a long email. So please, please wow. forgive any mistakes. Uh, we will, we will give you, uh, all the grace we can. After listening to the displaced dad episode, I remembered something that happened to me. So here goes. When I was around six years old, My parents and I went shopping to buy some firecrackers to celebrate Diwali. That's the Festival of Light, just so you know. And I know how to pronounce it because of the office. So (laughs) I've actually
2: celebrated Diwali.
1: Oh, really? That's cool.
2: When I worked at Northrop Grumman, we had a lot of folks there who were from India, and they brought that culture to our,
1: our office, and we had a party. It was awesome. I loved it. That's cool. So we reached the store, which was pretty much under a giant tent. And we were just walking around, my mom and dad trying to decide what to buy. So I wanted to explore a little, so I walked on, but not too far, as it was a pretty crowded place. And when I was bored with walking around and ready to go home, I started to look for them. And I saw my dad's striped shirt. This is important. So I ran to him and addressed my presence by promptly holding his hand. He was talking to someone, so I waited patiently And while he was talking to the person, he was moving his hands. So naturally he was moving my hand too. And that felt a little off. Hmm. But then as I was staring into the distance, I saw a man with the same shirt as my dad's, (laughs) my eyes widened. And then the man turned and he looked exactly like my dad. And I realized that the man was holding my, who was holding my hand was not my father. So I yanked my hand out of the stranger's (laughs) hand and I ran to my real dad and then cried with embarrassment. <laughs> I couldn't look back at the other man. I don't blame you, man.
2: No way. I wouldn't either. Never make eye contact.
1: Uh, uh. So the thing I'm weirded out by is that this guy did not even realize that some random kid was holding his hand. He was talking to someone and he barely noticed. That is kind of weird.
2: <laughs> that is. Maybe, Maybe he had kids in the vicinity that he just thought it was one of his other teams.
1: that is true anytime somebody calls out dad like at a re- at, at anywhere a restaurant a walmart a sam's there's like 30 of us that turn around cause, yeah because that that name belongs to a lot of dudes but anyways uh, by the way i love your show you guys have an infectious laugh don't and you never fail to make me laugh i normally listen while doing homework Ooh, i'm telling oh. And the whole time I'm either chuckling or smiling to myself, trying not to burst out laughing. This show is the reason why I love doing homework now. Well, there we go. We've been, we've been redeemed. We're a positive influence after all. Yes. Yay. It's our sh- not for anybody our show, else in the world. Our show can wear a Christian a T-shirt now. Yay. Yeah. We've done something good. We, we've encouraged Angela to do her homework. So thank you. So, I hope it makes it on the show from Angela Varghese. and hopefully, I said that correctly.
2: I hope you did too. Because if you didn't, I will judge you.
1: Oh, I just, oh, earned, I, I just earned a t-shirt. I, I don't want to have to give it up already. <laughs> well, I think
2: you've, you've earned a bumper sticker too. Oh, good. yeah, good. I love Christian
1: bumper stickers. Those are my yeah. favorite.
2: I like the one that says, "I'm, um, I'm late for Sunday school. Get, get the heck out of my way." have you seen that one no
1: (laughs) i doubt it says heck
2: so it doesn't
1: (laughs) yeah there you
2: go i i'm sure there's some kind of spiritual reference in there but i i i'm just lost trying to find it
1: it's just hilarious that's all yeah
2: well i got i got a, a local uh a local boy story here this is this is a story called timely tooting from from Cole, and he, he lives in Cobb County, Georgia, which is right near me. So Sweet! I wonder, I wonder if I've heard this in real life or not. So This story begins in fifth grade. We were young, so we were still learning about commas and their different uses. To help us learn these uses and their importance, our teacher read us a book with lots of examples of why commas are needed. One example was, Let's Eat Grandma! Versus, let's eat, comma, grandma. You know, you see that comma in the right place makes a lot of difference. Yeah, it does. You're either inviting grandma to eat or you're eating grandma. So, commas are truly important. As young fifth graders, we found all of these hilarious. Except, I had a problem. I had a horrible need to release gas. Of course, laughing extremely hard every three minutes Uh. after each sentence didn't help the situation of holding it in. It came to the point where I was really struggling and I could barely hold it. Then my teacher read the example, eat here, comma, get gas. You know, like (laughs) a restaurant that's connected to a gas station. Right. Versus eat here, get gas. You get gas when you eat here. (laughs) This is what it, this this was it. And I let out a fart so loud, it reverberated around the room. (laughs) Everyone laughed and that was one of the worst days of elementary school. Hope you enjoyed my story. Uh, Cobb Cobb County man I I not I not only did I enjoy that story but I've lived that story (laughs) many
1: times you you know it's I I would be amiss if I didn't admit to something I I uh, our family doesn't fart in front of each other even the boys it's it's hidden it's a secret shameful thing and (laughs) and so when I'm in the truck and the family's in the truck. I, I try to uh, I secretly let them out. Just, <laughs> you know, and, and, and I do. I manage to do it secretly and quietly. Oh, nice. But, but it was just the other week. Just the other week, Jay said <laughs> something about uh, something about secrets. And he's like, you're not good at secrets. He's like, and we know when you fart. <laughs> 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 we can tell we can tell when you do it dad even though we can't hear it we can still tell so uh i was busted i was busted you, you, now what are you gonna do what are you gonna do now i can't know? change my ways I, I i'm just gonna continue to to sneak them out using you my stealthy well, techniques
2: you, you might as well let the noise happen too no
1: no morning. I would be embarrassed. I it's, it's it's just the way it is in our family. We have to pretend like none of us do that. So so,
2: so the sound is more embarrassing than the smell? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So I I, I, I try I, to let out only a little bit of the time so it dissipates in the air. <laughs> <laughs> and I use the outside ventilation from the air conditioner instead of re re oh. Using yeah. the inside. <laughs> so, yeah. When I was,
2: when I used to go, when I was on a touring team, we would have to travel long distances and we all had to ride in the same van. So we would inevitably inevitably fall asleep in the van. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one of those 15 passenger vans, right? And so it had this air conditioner intake in the back side of the van so it could recirculate the air. Well, I would fall. <laughs> <laughs> I would sit back there <laughs> and I'd let them go into that air intake. <laughs> And then the whole van would start stinking. You are so wrong. Nobody would know who did it. (laughs) Oh, they'd be rolling down windows. But I didn't make any noise. Uh, So I had nothing to be embarrassed about, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That's terrible. Sorry, everybody that I toured with. It
1: was me. Well, I was on a tour bus one time. Actually, it was a van. And I had uh, like four other people in the van and we had driven all day and all night and, um, it, it it would nonstop. And my breath was so bad. I knew I needed to pull over and like do something. I needed to brush my teeth or something, but I had to sneeze and I sneezed out through my mouth and this horrible aerosol smell of mouth nasty, (laughs) just, just penetrated the airways in and around the van it woke people up from a dead sleep and they're asking what the heck is that smell and i'm like we just drove through a smelly area (laughs) (laughs) and and i found us a walmart because i didn't know where my stuff was packed so i found a walmart i went in there and bought me a travel size bit of toothpaste and a toothbrush and i brushed my teeth out real good in the parking lot (laughs) because i was so embarrassed man these these kids were uh, waking up, waking up from the <laughs> bed. <laughs> it's so bad. It was so bad. Anyway, I got a story from Nehemiah. It's called Zombie Attack. Hi, my name is Nehemiah, and I love your podcast. That, that okay. is a requirement, by the way, of getting um your your show read or your story read on the show. Is you have to love the podcast. I, yeah, I, I think if you hated us and you wrote us a story, I, I think we would probably be able to tell so and we wouldn't want to read Make
2: an interesting story though yeah
1: Yeah. sure would we've never had a story from someone that hates us now i think about it we've had complaints from people as as we've read recently but not turning into stories never got an angry story you know i hate you guys but i saw a spider one time and it touched my mom's leg Ah!" you know just scared the poop out of all of us (laughs) hope you guys die (laughs) and hope it makes it on the show bye I hope you quit this show soon. <laughs> as soon as you read my story. Anyway, as of today, I've been listening for a huge amount of time for two days. Thanks, Nehemiah. Whoa. He's been with us for two whole days. He says, "But I love it. I'm 13, so that means you guys started about when I was born. Oh my gosh!
2: Oh my goodness, that's a oh, weird
1: thing. To think.
0: Gosh!
1: Wow, thanks, Nehemiah. Man not sure how i feel about that it's it's uh, it's another podcast baby it's that's <laughs> anyway i've got a story he says I, I i know you love gross stuff well we don't we don't really but um but he said but this will be great okay we, we tolerate gross things we we don't love it i i'm already kind of itchy uh we mm-hmm. lived in colorado springs and we were renting a house in a small neighborhood I was somewhere between five and seven. I'm not quite sure, but I woke up one night and I had that feeling, the feeling of a bug in my throat. Oh no. Now there wasn't an actual bug. I, I'm sure you guys are sad about that, no. but, but I did have strep throat and I got out of bed with the idea that I could walk down a short hallway to my parents' room and have my mom examine my situation. So so he's a kid. He's, he's, he's not feeling good. He's going down the, the hall to let his mom know that's the normal thing to do well i came up
2: trust their parents do yeah yeah
1: yeah. i came up to their door and i had a feeling the feeling i felt Mm. the day's worth of food beginning to come back up and i managed to get to the side of the bed where my mom was sleeping i started to speak to wake her up and then it all came forth She was just waking up. I raised my hands slightly. She opened her eyes to see a jet of throw-up shoot out onto her. And she freaked out. Ah, ah, ah. Ah. My my dad wakes up as well. We finally get all settled down. We get cleaned up. We go back to sleep. My mom still says to this day that she thought it was a zombie apocalypse because (laughs) all she saw when she opened her eyes was a dark figure only slightly illuminated by the hall light, raising threatening hands like a zombie, and then (laughs) she was covered in barf. (laughs) <laughs> and all she smelled was the puke And in, all she heard was the blah, oh, blah. So, she, I love this part She still doesn't laugh about it easily <laughs> But but the rest of us think it's hilarious the rest
2: think, I don't think I could ever laugh at that
1: Mom's still not over it But the rest of us, we think it's amazing Comedy it gold the Night, I got attacked by a zombie Ugh yeah, that's like a story of my my wife. We were we were way out. We had we were meeting up with some listeners uh, to the show and we had decided to meet them halfway. And so we were way out from home and J- and Jay was just a baby and we were we had been talking for like 2 hours and having a good time and Jay just threw up down her shirt. Just oh. right down the front of her shirt. You couldn't even tell she had been puked on, but it was just all in her bra and all down the front oh. of her. And, oh. and she had nothing to change into you bring extra clothes for the kid because they're supposed yeah. to throw up on themselves, but you don't think about all that. And she had to go all the way home just in this condition. And oh. she did as much wiping up as she could, but my gosh, she still does not like to laugh about that. <laughs> so, <laughs> And the, 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 to, make, to make matters worse the the guy that we were with was a was a picture taker and he was oh. in the process of taking a picture of my son and my wife at the exact moment that he vomited and so you get this picture of my wife looking down at him her shirt is open and the boy's face is down there just barfing uh. so not only do we have reminders of it you know that you know verbal oh. reminders Ooh. We, we have photographic evidence that it occurred. So, that's yeah, great. it's not good. It's not good for um, her. It's great for us.
2: Nehemiah was just a, a wee lad, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, we so w- we understand Nehemiah's wife. I mean, mother. Sorry. never <laughs> Nehemiah's never, <laughs> never going to get married at this rate if he keeps puking up on the women of his life. So <laughs> don't puke on women.
2: No, it's never a good idea. Yeah. Well. Take
1: off your Christian t-shirt if you're going to puke on a woman. So That's right.
2: Don't have a Jesus sticker on your car.
1: <laughs> Throw up on a woman. Mm. Uh, all right. Read us the I story, got, John.
2: I think this is the last story. So let me, let me d- do this one proper. This is a scary serpent. I wonder if it ties in into that big freaking snake that we saw. <laughs> and this comes to us from Danny in Virginia. Hey, James and John, this is Danny. This is my story. Last year, I was at Boy Scout Sleepaway Camp. At the camp, we did lots of fun things. The camp even had its own store. I bought a toy rubber snake at the store so I could prank someone. I love that about kids. They just want to prank people.
1: Well, and I was thinking, you know that's the reason why this store had rubber snakes. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, these eight-year-old kids, man. (laughs) They're (laughs) They're going to buy the crap out of these. So, yeah, prank toys. Yeah, don't I
2: I never wanted to prank people when I was a kid? I was too scared. Take
1: off your WWJD bracelet if you're going to prank someone, though. That's right. right.
2: Unless it stands for we want jelly donuts. (laughs) Well, my dad and another dad split the week at camp. My dad got the the last three uh, days, and another dad got the first four days. When my dad got to the camp, I told him that I wanted to play a prank on a friend. So he says, okay, I'll help. The day of the prank, it rained, the night, it rained during the night, giving us the perfect excuse for a snake being out. My dad told the boy he saw a snake this morning and described the toy snake and said, oh yeah, it's very poisonous <laughs> and dangerous. <laughs> dad is it, it, has,
1: it. it has a barcode hanging off of it. It's the most yeah. dangerous snake in the world. <laughs> It
2: doesn't even have to bite you, it just stares at you and you die. And it'll hold really still. Don't do anything. So Dad tells us fib about the snake being very poisonous and dangerous. And that night we put the toy snake in his sleeping bag oh, and we waited. That's harsh. Our yeah, that night. The next minute we hear a scream and we all come running out to and the kid had jumped out of the tent and was screaming wildly. <laughs> I went in there to see and I and I took the snake out and threw it at him and then he turned
1: into a bat and flew away. Oh man. Dun 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 <laughs> Hey he
2: says, Love you guys.
1: That's that's what you get for the end of that.
2: Yeah. Says I love you guys, but not in a weird way.
1: Danny from Dan, Virginia. Virginia. Good. He's 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 not loving us in a weird way. I don't know what that not way weird. would be, but I appreciate your not weird love. <laughs> That's mean,
2: that's mean to do that to your friend
1: <laughs> hey are you screaming at this snake here catch and when i was in boy scouts <clears throat> we uh we we submarined a tent and i learned oh. that phrase from parent trap uh because that's what they said they would do we're, we're gonna submarine her that's what they did is they they took the tent and they put string in it, and they put all kinds of stuff. Well, we, we thought we would do stuff like that too, but we didn't have string, and we didn't have a lot of the inventive, inventive things. So we put pine straw in their in their sleeping bags, and, um. and we poured things out on their sleeping bags, and we oh. did way more than we should have done to their sleeping bags. And when it was all done, um, the guys – didn't get pranked so much as they found the miserable mess that we had made and they told their leaders and then the leaders were very very angry and wanted to know who did this and me and the kid that did it man we zipped our lips dude we were not going down for it and it got so bad that they called in the camp director and he (gasps) came out and did a formal investigation and was questioning people and trying to find out who did it (laughs) And they realized that we were the only two that were at the camp when that possibly could have happened. And so we made up a story of two older Rangers going off through the through the bushes. But no. unfortunately, the bushes we pointed to led to nowhere. And there's no <laughs> way anybody would have ever left that way <laughs> in that
0: direction. Oh, and man. so we
1: got busted. And I don't remember what <laughs> happened. I probably turned into a bat and flew away. But... Why Uh, you don't remember, man? I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know if the other kid, you know, had something to do with it and was pushing me further than I wanted to go, but or or maybe it was just the movie and I thought it was okay somehow since it was it happened on a movie, but oh, oh. Mm. anyway, now you know about it. And and now Now, I, I should I can never do anything again. I have to live in my own shame. So Sorry, guys, for messing up your sleeping bags. But that's the end of the show. So, <laughs> ha, ha, ha. What are you going to do to me now? Do you have yeah. a funny life story? Send your stories, email, or audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. Uh, we love your stories and you should send them like I said thatstoryshow at gmail.com and if we used your story we owe you a sticker so email us your address thatstoryshow.com is the website review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us and thanks to our patrons for your support with special thanks to our producers James Spangler Jennifer Kinnison, Eric Kubay Dave O'Keefe Janu Streisbeck and Carrie Wright join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today like we said at patreon.com slash that story show. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or painful, or gross, like, you know, I'm talking about bacon on donuts gross. Hey, don't, don't get stressed. Don't get depressed. Just oh. think, hey, this belongs on that story show. <laughs> and it ch- belongs on that story show, not a donut. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and if your car has a Jesus sticker on it, make sure you drive like Jesus. That's right. Yeah, do all the other
2: faith believers in your in your community a favor by living up to the bumper stickers that you put
1: Yeah, the high standards that are set when you when you emblazon the name Jesus on the back of your car, you should you should drive in a different way. Don't know? steal people's cheat That's right. They say, you know, if if they put you in court. Would there be enough evidence to convict you of being a Christian? That goes for your car, too.